0: Hey guys, and welcome back to Zero Correlation. I'm Cheryl Chuvin, and as always, coming to you from my bathroom floor. It's really crazy that I realized this is my 15th episode, and not that 15 is like a huge number, but I feel like it's a significant number. Maybe that's from like when I was a kid, and like I feel like everything came in groups of five, even like when you're doing multiplication, you kind of learn it, you know, by fives, or maybe that was just me um but i don't know 15 seems cool and seems big definitely worth acknowledging um it's crazy that means i've been doing this for 15 weeks it was still 2019 when i started it and now it's 2020 the huge clusterfuck of 2020 like can we have a start over a reset a redo a start again Oops, made a mistake, not really 2020, because this year so far has been a clusterfuck. Really, clusterfuck is the only word to describe it. We are in the middle of March. Today is March 15th, so literally the middle of March, and it's crazy. It's crazy that so much is happening in the world. Um, a shout-out to my sister Carolyn and my brother-in-law Ike. I think today, I think I know, today is their wedding anniversary, so happy anniversary, guys. Um... But really, it feels like this year's been years so far, and it hasn't even been three months, and so much has happened, and so much has changed, and I don't know, I just, I think we all deserve a redo, but then again, it's kind of like, the grass is always greener on the other side, no bitch, the grass is always greener where you water it, where you put effort in, and where you try, that's where the grass is greener you know, and the grass is always going to look greener somewhere else. So yeah, this year so far has been insane crazy. There's so much craziness happening in this world, but maybe we should just look at the positive sides and the more effort and positive energy and we put into our lives and doing what we can, it'll seem greener in some way. I know that might sound really like cliche and, oh, Cheryl, it's not that easy. Yes, I know it's not that easy. Yes, I know there are horrible things happening and trying times and everyone's kind of confused and no one knows what to do. But really just remember the grass is greener where you water it, where you put your energy and your love and your positivity in. It does help from the inside out. I know I feel better when I tell myself good vibes and tell myself good things and not let all the outside negativity get inside my head. So maybe everyone else try that also because... It's only March 15th, 2020. We have a long road ahead of us in this year and even in this month and the next few weeks and everything. So just remember that that remember that you are in control to an extent and you can put your positivity and your effort and your energy and your good vibes and your just everything great. You can put it out there and you start with yourself and it goes outwards. This has been a crazy week. So ready for the recap of all recaps. But stay listening because it's going to be a good one. So I would like to point out that I already recorded this segment. But then my sister Carolyn decided to FaceTime me and I declined it. But somehow the FaceTime counteracted my podcast app and it all got deleted. So we're starting again. Um, I would just like to start by saying I am not belittling coronavirus. I know the whole world's in a huge shit show right now. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that the world is having one giant panic attack. Literally. like I think the whole world just needs a Xanax. We need to We need to put some in the water supply because the whole world has gone crazy. And again, I am not belittling the virus. I am not belittling that it's a pandemic. I'm not belittling anyone who is sick. I hope everyone who's sick gets well super soon. I hope everyone's taking the proper measures to be safe and to not harm others and take care of themselves. Do not think I'm belittling it, but the whole world has gone fucking crazy. Really, the whole world has gone bad shit. It's one massive panic attack, and I think everyone needs to relax. I'm only saying this because fear and panic has never helped anyone. And yes, I know people are dying. I know people it's spreading really fast. Again, I'm not belittling it. I'm not making fun. I know it's a very serious situation. But give the whole world to the Xanax because I think everyone would really benefit from taking a deep breath and calming down a bit. Obviously, you know, self-quarantine if you need to, social distancing, which I find to be a hilarious term If for some reason you haven't heard the term yet and you don't know what it means social distancing is when you distance yourself from social situations so it's not saying you can't go outside it's saying you shouldn't be in a room of 100 people it's saying you shouldn't go to a bar or a restaurant you should kind of just take your space i think social distancing is just a funny term Um, I saw some people joking like, oh, I've been practicing social distancing my whole life, like an introvert's dream. As an extrovert who is, I'm an extrovert who has introvert tendencies. It's hard for me to, you know, social distance and to not be around people. And yeah, I need like my downtime to like recharge my batteries. But as a whole, I love being with people and I love interacting. So it's kind of an interesting take for me. Um... But it's crazy. The whole world's gone crazy. Schools are shutting down. Bars, restaurants, people are working from home. Who knows if they'll shut down the subway in New York. Like, it's really just crazy out there. And I I, I feel sorry for anyone who's affected. I feel sorry for their families. I hope that it doesn't spread fast. But it's really the whole world's gone crazy. Like, I never thought that in my lifetime, in the year 2020, there'd be this kind of pandemic. I never thought this would be happening. I never thought I never thought this was going to be happening to us and yet here we are. So we have to make the most of it and take everything as it comes and do the best we can to keep ourselves safe, to keep others around us safe. But it really is crazy and it just it it really is, you know? So stock up on your paper towels and your toilet paper and your pasta. But then again, if you need that much toilet paper, you need to see a doctor long before Corona. Maybe you should go to a GI, just, you know, maybe. Um. But just remember in this time to be kind to one another. You know, you never know what someone's going through. You never know someone's internal fear or internal panic or their anxiety or their stress or what's happening to them. So, Really just keep yourself safe, keep others safe, respect others' needs or wants, and just be kind to each other because the only way we're going to get through this is with each other's kindness and help and just being good people. So again, I'm not belittling coronavirus. It's so sad. I hope everyone who is affected gets well really soon. I hope no one else I know or anybody gets affected, but really, I'm putting Xanax in the water supply. It needs to happen because the whole world needs to stop having a large panic attack. So I don't know how many of you remembered, but I was supposed to run the New York City half marathon this morning and it was canceled because of coronavirus and the spreading of it which I get. But at the same time, this fucking sucks. I raised $2,000. So again, everyone who donated to me, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. But I found out on Tuesday night and I was really bummed. You know, it doesn't mean that I'm going to stop running. It doesn't mean that I can't run it next year, but I was looking forward to doing it this year. And it's really like Corona has canceled everything. Life is canceled. Everything is canceled places are shut down, things are canceled. And I don't know, it's just, I understand we have to take it seriously. But at the same time, it really sucks. But then I like reminded myself that everything happens for a reason. And there's a reason why this is all happening. And I was talking to a friend this week. And I was saying how as much as I know Coronavirus is serious, I'm really not worried. I'm really, really fucking calm about it. And For those who know me or those who have been listening all this time, you know when I'm the calmest one, that's when we have some serious problems. I'm usually a chicken with my head cut off, a thousand thoughts running through my mind. But for some reason, I'm super calm. And maybe if I worry about the stupid, silly, mundane things that I can maybe control, but the big, large things that I have zero control over, that doesn't make me as anxious and I feel a sense of calmness about it. Um, that definitely can be, I'm not sure, but this calmness works for me. I'm, I I can roll with it right now. Um, I don't know, I'm bummed that the half marathon got canceled, but at the same time, like it obviously had to happen. I could have ran it this morning, but honestly, like to be completely frank, I don't know if I could get it. Could have gotten through the half marathon, the 13.1 miles, without the crowds, without the adrenaline, without the other runners. Like, I'm that person who needs an extra push. And I think that's okay for me to admit to myself and to admit to everybody else. Yes, I'm fit. Yes, I trained. Yes, I worked so hard. But I really do think that I'm that person who needs the support of others to get through hard things. And there's nothing wrong with that. So I could have tried to run the 13.1 miles today. But I really don't think I would have gotten through it by myself. I think I I really did need the adrenaline, the push, the other runners, the cheering crowds, the support that comes along with all of that. I really think I needed that. So I didn't try to run it this morning and that's okay. I'll run it next year. You know, New York City half 2021. And... It is what it is, and it is what it's meant to be, and I'm not going to be bummed about it. I was bummed about it. I was really upset, but then I reminded myself that there are so many worse things happening in the world. Okay, so concerts are getting canceled, and this half marathon got canceled, and things all over are getting canceled, but in the grand scheme of things, it's really not the end of the world, and you have to remind yourself. I have to remind myself that it's not the end of the world, and once I did that, I really started to feel better. It's okay that I didn't run it by myself today because I know I wouldn't be able to get there and it's okay that I was bummed but it's also okay to remember that there's bigger things in the world and it's really going to be okay. I just have to remind myself so didn't run the New York City half but again thank you everyone who donated the money is still going to that charity and your support means more than you could ever know. So I know I talk about fuckboys a lot and again just as a reminder fuckboys just a term it could be a man or a woman um I was really thinking about fuckboys and how I find that I used to be so drawn to them like why why was I like attracted to fucking assholes why did I let people treat me like I was disposable or trash Really, I don't know. Those are highly rhetorical questions because I have no idea. But I really think fuckboys should be extinct instead of dinosaurs. Like, wouldn't it be cool if there was fuckboys? I'm sorry, rephrase. Wouldn't it be cool if there was dinosaurs roaming the earth right now instead of fuckboys? Like, think about it. And even some fuckboys were like, oh, I'm a reformed fuckboy. First of all, Who the fuck says that? If you're even saying that you're a reformed fuckboy, you're still a fuckboy. But I digress. Really? Like I always say, fuckboys are horrible. If you see one, run the other way, hide, leave while you can. And then it made me realize that I was literally dating or seeing fuckboys for so long that I forgot what it's like to date a nice guy. And I forgot what it's like to be treated nicely. And I recently started dating someone and it's new and that's fine. But he's actually a nice person and he's actually genuine. And when he screws up or does something that like upsets me if I'm right or wrong, he tries to make up for it. And he tries to I don't know make it better instead of being like oh my god Cheryl it's so not a big deal like who gives a shit like someone cooked for me this week I've never been cooked for is that even proper English everyone cooked for no one that I was dating or seeing or whatever has ever cooked me a meal before and it was so nice and it was so sweet and it was so much effort and then it made me realize fuck boys are so 2019 this is the year 2020 people Do not be a fuckboy. Just don't. And if you are trying to change your ways and turn over a new leaf, don't say you're a reformed fuckboy. Then you sound even more of a fuckboy, even more of a douche. Just don't. It's 2020. Treat people with respect. Treat people how you'd like to be treated. Be loyal. Be loving. Be conscious of it. Just be a normal human being. And if someone can't be those things, goodbye. Shalom. Peace, boy, bye, never see you ever again because I'm not interested. But I don't know, like, there are nice guys out there and nice girls, also, you know, and you have to allow people to be treating you properly. And you have to allow people to, I don't know, you have to give people a chance and not just write people off and, you know, think that maybe they're not for you or whatever. Dating a nice person is actually quite refreshing and new for me, which I know sounds stupid and silly, but if you know me personally, you know my track record and you know the bar is pretty low, but um, I don't know. I think it's it's fresh and it's new and it's exciting and don't worry, I got his permission to talk about him on the podcast. I didn't just talk about him without him knowing, but I don't know. It's exciting, and it's new, and he's definitely not a fuckboy, and that's the energy we're going into 2020 with, because it's the year of big, thick energy, it's middle of March, the world might be going crazy, the world might be having a major panic attack, and everyone needs to just take a deep breath and a Xanax, but it's also the year to let yourself be treated right, and with the respect you deserve, and... 2020 is is the year it's the year where you don't feel be mean to you it's the year where you don't deal with fuck boys it's the year that you do your squats then eat all your vegetables and it's the year that you just have big dick energy because big dick energy is never going out of style it's never going out of season 2020 started off as big dick energy season and it's going to end that way and the world may be coming to an end and the whole world may be canceled but even with all of that, we can still be the year of big dick energy. So, I'm going to have big dick energy and I really hope you do also. So, once again, we're back at share explaining. If you don't remember what share explaining is, it's when I give you a modern dating term of the year 2020 or 2019 you know new fresh modern I give you the definition and then I give you my definition and my take on it so this week's term is pocketing and this is pocketing so here we go if you've been seeing someone for a while but they won't introduce you to their friends or family it's possible you're being pocketed this means they're keeping you on the down low in their pocket quote quote until they decide how they feel about you Which, okay, hear me out. I'm not saying you should introduce everyone to your friends and family. I'm not saying you should do that prematurely. I'm just saying that if someone doesn't want you coming to their apartment because they don't even meet their roommates, or someone doesn't want you coming out to a night with their friends because they don't even meet them, like, that's a little suspicious. Are they seeing someone else on the side? Are you the side person? Are they embarrassed of you? Do they not think that you're their friends or family would like you? Are you not? Do they not think that you're good enough? I don't know. I don't think I've ever been pocketed. I'm trying to think. I think one time I was kind of. This guy really didn't introduce me to his mom for a long time. But otherwise, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I don't think I would, like, stand for that. And I know it sounds weird, So hear me out, not Stanford, like, oh, I wouldn't allow it. More like, I don't know, like, my friends and family are a huge part of my life. I'm one of five girls. We are really close. We're super tight-knit. I talk to my sisters every day, if not every, almost every day. It'd be weird if they didn't know about someone in my life. And my friends are also a massive part of my life. I don't live near any of my family, so my friends are my family here in New York and they're so close to me. And if I wasn't going to introduce them to a significant other, that should be a little bit of a red flag for me. So I don't think, actually, I'll take that back. I did that once unintentionally, but if I look back hindsight, I did it on purpose, but I didn't realize at the time I didn't let one of my best friends know me really meet someone I was dating and I thought was so great and I was so serious about him because I was kind of afraid that, you know, she'd be like, Cheryl, cut the crap, this guy sucks. At the time, I didn't realize that. But now looking back, I definitely think that I did it by accidentally on purpose, if that makes sense. Um, So I was like afraid to introduce him to her because I knew that she'd be like, no, Cheryl, this is no bueno. But otherwise, I don't think... I've done it, at least not intentionally. If you are dating me, you become a very big part of my life because I'm a very all or nothing person, a very loyal person and very giving and loving. And I try to give my all into things that I do. So if you are dating me, you're, you may not meet my family right away because they don't live here. But if they came in town, you'd meet them, you'd meet them via FaceTime, you know, if, possible and my friends I'm with all the time and I love my friends so you would if you love me you'd have to love them and if you hang out with me you'd have to hang out with them so I don't think I really would pocket anybody um other than that one time I don't think I've ever done it if you don't think someone's worth introducing to your friends and family what are you doing with them why are you wasting your time why are you wasting their time I just don't get it like don't waste anyone's time it's wasting someone's time is so not nice it's like just don't you want to waste your own time fine that's fair but don't waste someone else's so if you are dating someone and you have yet to introduce them to your friends or family ask yourself why and if someone hasn't introduced you to their friends and family and you're dating for you know a good chunk of time again ask yourself why why haven't they why don't they want you to If you're dating someone that you're proud of, you're going to want to introduce them to your friends and family. You're going to want to see, it's for them to see what you see and see how great the person is. So pocketing sucks, guys. As always, most of these dating terms suck. They're mean. They're not nice. Don't do them. Don't do that to someone. Just be respectful. Be open-minded. Be open with the person. Be communicative and just be straight up and be straightforward. That's Share Explaining for this week. And that's all I got for this week. Um, You know, that's really it. But everyone, stay safe. Stay healthy. Do what you got to do. Don't let fuckboys be mean to you. Do your squats. And as always, coming to you from my bathroom. And thanks for listening. See you next week.